live? I, I, okay, is it, I mean, we could, I guess. We, we should. Is we it? Should we, is it? I don't know. Wait. Well, yeah. hello there. <laughs> I did that. I see. I did what? that to you this time. I hit it without even mentioning it. <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> You're so sneaky. Uh-huh. Oh, I got, got you again, TK. Exactly. Come back next week for another it. episode. <laughs> I love Dude. it. Welcome well, everybody, back. welcome to another episode of Best of Our Week, where we talk about the best of our week. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely been another interesting week of like uh, tech announcements of, of mm-hmm. developer conferences. And there's there's, there's a tech announcement there. going on in the middle of our show, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. The, the Tesla, the Tesla announcement. Yeah, I mean, we, we can we can like uh, we can kind of shift gears and talk about that a little, too, because uh, <laughs> one of us is definitely of the Tesla Tesla variety. But um, <laughs> no, it, 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 it something in the air like we go through like a rash of hardware releases. Mm-hmm, and yep. I, I don't know about you, but for me, it's just been like I've been dancing around like crazy trying to keep up with software announcements, software updates, software oh, patches, man, dude, crazy um, betas. Crazy Mm-hmm. I mean, just all over the place. So uh, th- this is a good time, I feel, for us to kind of keep on track of how these products are aging over time. Mm-hmm. Not just yep. like, oh, well, you know, I got this phone embargo week and I guess it was good. Um, now that we're a couple months out, has it, right. has it gotten yeah. better? Has it, has it improved? And, and has, has the experience, have they delivered on the promises that they said at the announcement? That big show that they did at the beginning, did they deliver? That's the biggest thing that always drives me crazy. Um, we get so many no promises. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Nobody goes back and says, "Look, we are still waiting for it." Um, and I made sure to hold OnePlus to that when we were doing when I did my video on the OnePlus Watch because they promised a lot of things on the show floor, right? And it took them a couple months, a couple of a few updates, sure. but they delivered, and that's what I wanted to review. I wanted to review the full package, um, even if I was an early, you know, adopter slash reviewer, and I had a unit at day one. But you know, but yeah. Not like you and I were bragging or anything like that. No, no. I, and and I, I do want to say, yeah, we are blessed in, in, in our own way being able to be part of this uh, this process or to be able to share our thoughts and hashtag blessed, hashtag not sponsored. Thank you very much. Yeah, really. That, that <laughs> no. would actually be a nice yeah, I think I'm going to bump up my, my camera here real quick. I'm just a little dark. And I, I like keeping I, it cozy. I thought, I thought you were just tan, man. But I, I was going like to say, really dude. Cozy. Dude's been kicking it out the sun, you know, Juan Carlos by the beach, sipping matas. That looks that looks better. I think that looks a little it's a little, little bit better, but it's uh it's brighter. Yeah. How many clicks did you go? Did you go a couple or one? I, I just went up, I, I nudged up one ISO, one okay. full then, stop. Then there's not much you could yeah, I was gonna say it looks it looks a lot better. So yeah. We're, we're back to non beach Juan Carlos. Okay, thank you. No, that's fine. Again, I you know. <laughs> This is. I, I mean, I, I look no, happier. I, I, I look lighter. Those of uh, those of you catching the replay on the audio version of the podcast, this is terrible podcasting for you. But let's absolutely. just say I look way better. A lot of lot of visuals uh, should not be part of the show. It's just like I got to x this out. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Juan Carlos is uh, doing great. Posture check. We're getting it from Greg. We have Greg in the chat. Vince, Gary, of course, the major, the man, the fireman. So I've got the new chair, and we talked about yeah. the mesh chair. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Mostly better, but it is like the 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 back is just just that little bit too far away. Ah, so okay. you know, like it, it really encourages you to do this while you're working. So the intention is to keep you chillax. Really, and and I like I like meerkatting while I edit. You know, I, I like you want to be like, like 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Like being up. <laughs> I, I know. So I, I'm oh, not quite getting the lumbar support that I feel like I should be, which is, you know, I, I recommend a cushion, but that's uh, my recommendation. I might need to do that. But the whole point was to go like airy less, and open. I know. And yeah. You, you and... want to do less. You don't want things to block the airflow. And... Yeah. Well, I know yeah. that, <laughs> there's no such thing as a perfect chair. Um, it really is. I and 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 I I'll, I'll say this. I agree with you wholeheartedly. The gaming chair experience of sitting in it and all day I working agree. editing it is not. It, it it was the fad died real quick at the beginning, and I kind of lived with it for all these years. Um, and I have too. This is the funny thing. I gave I recently did the video for Flexi Spot, and then I gave that chair to my wife because she wanted that chair. Um, oh yeah. So, so I have two gaming chairs sitting in the office now that I have no space for, <laughs> but they're here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Vince is like, he needs to do next. Next thing is we need to do a chair upgrade. I've been eyeing the razor chair. They're saying supposedly it is one of the most comfortable chairs ever as a gaming chair, but okay. it is also, I think like 400 and something bucks. So I got to figure out how, how to swing that uh, without start selling some of my old GPUs just to kind of afford some of this stuff. Oh man! Well, now would be the right time again. You know, selling yeah. high. If, if well, GPUs and especially were and like older stocks. GPUs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and and older GPUs are are more valuable because uh, they don't have the uh, they didn't remove the what's it called the LHR model, the new edition that was not even mentioned during the announcement. Uh, by the way, uh, of the new RTX yeah. one, uh, but it is definitely there. They did remove uh, the mining capabilities, but they're still selling like hotcakes, so it doesn't matter. Still, yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> It, I mean, yeah, now would be the right time to flip a GPU for a gaming chair. Yeah, but without the GPU, can you really game? No. Uh, Matt I Tyler almost feel like, is, is there any way that I could like, I think I still have my old like GTX 970 in a box should, somewhere should, and be like, we, yeah, who wants it? <laughs> Come on. I know what I have here. Don't try and lowball me. <laughs> Two to three K, please. Go, go, go. Uh, Serious offers only. It is. It is. No, I, and I think, I, I, I think I do at some point need to change the chair. It is, um, I, I sit all day and I do, you know, day job stuff, um, yeah. YouTube, all of that. I, I'm in this chair consistently. Um, and, uh, the other chair that I got for the, the other gaming chair is a little bit more comfortable, but it doesn't get as high. That was the other mm. issue that I had. There's been a height and I've adjusted the camera, the setup, the office, both the front, the back desk, the side desk. Anyways, let's let's talk a little bit more about what's been going on. Um, I saw you posted a couple of videos. Uh, I think was one of them was on your your Lumix, the G nine, was it? Yeah, so that's the the video that we we uh, just, just got posted. out today. Yeah, so I posted um, on the Patreon first. So I, I've I've got it like over here on the side. This is the the sort of around the office production camera, but it, it it's uh it's it's just a funny state of affairs where. After the move, I was really seriously looking again at, you know, should I try and make a camera or platform change? Should I invest mm -hmm. in a new system? And uh, it, it's, you know, it, it's mostly fine. The G9 has been solid. I still think it's maybe the most cost effective way to get good 4K60 video. Mm -hmm. Like that camera body is just so inexpensive for a nice interchangeable lens, mm -hmm. um, a, a decently well-featured and video-focused shooter. Uh, but, you know, like the autofocus is really weak. So many of my setups in Gadget Lab 3 mm -hmm. required required me to manual focus for every small change that I might yeah, want to do. I remember. And, 
just the, the autofocus is not reliable. And even in here, I'm kind of loosely trying to walk around the office a bit more and it's just not great. So just as I was seriously like I could package all this up, I could start trying to sell this stuff off. I think I can I can make this play happen. Panasonic comes out with like a flurry of updates on, on the lenses I've got and on the camera body. And yep. I got to say, I mean, it actually really did help. Mm -hmm. um autofocus at 60 frames per second so I, I can stave off that upgrade for a little bit longer i'm gonna i'm still gonna agonize about it the, like the, the lumix gods saw the signs they're like wait a yeah minute. exactly ready to switch push the updates now release the hounds oh he's 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 doing it for real he's going he's gonna leave hey man leave Yes, <laughs> it is. I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to get that to go. Um, yeah. It's always nice to see updates. I mean, don't get me wrong. The GH5 that I had was, I mean, they fixed a lot of the issues mm -hmm. with the autofocusing, but it was still, even after all of the updates that they pushed out, still having seeking issues. Specifically when I'm like in in event in not events in 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 scenarios where we're like this, right? I'm talking with my hands. I'm moving my hands. Yeah. It would lose focus. It would seriously, and you see that pulsating uh, effect. So. I one thing I'd never built into my setup entirely, even when I was because I originally started with Canon's. Canon has amazing autofocusing, and I loved it. But I needed to go to uh, the seventy D, the sixty D were great, but Canon just mm -hmm. kept skipping four K. I was just nowhere with getting four K. Uh, yeah. The eighty D didn't even get I think four K if I was if I'm not mistaken. So I had to jump over to GH five. Autofocusing got better, but it still wasn't the old way. The only thing that kept me with GH5, honestly, was the flippy camera, the flippy display. Oh, yeah. And once Sony came out with the A7S III and they're like, hold my beer kind of thing. You know, we're a couple of years late, but hold my beer. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to jump on it. So I, I really like Sony and, you know, it worked with, you know, I would say work with whatever you have always if you're able to make it work. But if it feels like it's a stop, it's going to hinder your your creativity, your productivity. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like when you were when you were playing with a uh, GH5, because mm -hmm. I, I I had a production. I was using in a studio. I was using a pro, a production GH4. Yeah. I've never, I never owned one. Mm -hmm. Um, but when uh when my camera got busted traveling for Pocket, now I sort of retired that old Samsung and I went over to a G85. The G9, it, I, I don't know if it had it first, but it had the uh, the actual face and eye tracking. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, no, they it, have them. So, so as I'm talking with my hands, it is doing a phenomenally good job of trying to keep with my eyes. The problem is it still overcorrects. Mm -hmm. So as I'm talking with my hands, I'm obviously not staying on exactly the same plane so as I move, and if, especially if I'm at a shallower depth of field, like I'm shooting right now on like an f1.4, you know, I'm oh, just wow. like a, the, the most shallow, um, uh, the, the fastest lens I can put on that camera. I was going to say so you're not shallow, but yeah. As as a, <laughs> I'm very broad, but very shallow. <laughs> shallow. Yeah, um, yeah. So even as I'm kind of you know, doing, just yeah. naturally sort of breathing, you know, mm -hmm. like as I'm sort of leaning, uh, leaning forward and back, it tends to find the focus by pushing just past and then recovering. Recovering. Yeah. That's that pulse. It does that little, you can see it in it's the like, uh, a little too much. Like it can't just snap in. It's almost got a like, it, it's almost always uh, an overcorrection and then correction. And it still does that now, but at least at 60 frames per second, it does it so much smoother that yep. you don't notice that, that extra breathing, that, uh, that breathing. Yeah. It, and absolutely. And I think they fixed it in the second edition of the GH five, which by that point I wasn't willing to drop another, you know, so much money. Cause I think 
with the lenses and everything, it was an expensive jump to go from Canon to Lumix and mm. then going from Lumix over to, to, to Sony. So Sony for me was kind of like a going into solidifying or unifying the system. I already had yeah. Sony, the a seven three. I already had, I still have my Sony overhead. So, and uh, the RX sevens, all of the different Sony cameras. The only thing I never changed was the primary camera. Cause I felt like this was just the one that always worked. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I think uh, Lumix or the GH series or the G, you know, the G nine. The H, I think yours is the G nine, right? Not the GH. Yeah, I have the G nine. Yeah. Uh, so the G the G nine and the GH five can think they definitely get better. Uh, it just depends on what you want to go. You want to go micro four thirds. You want to go full frame. You want to go you know APS C. Depending on the on the ecosystem yeah. and lens cameras and all of those. I still have some of my old ca- uh, Canon. Uh, glass that I'm using an adapter just to use with my A7S3 if I need to, or actually more well, and, likely the A7 III. Yeah. And, and at some point, you know, like I, I still do want to go full frame. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like when you're really trying to look at what you're going to do in a space like this, if, if I can keep shooting um, like, like, you know, a couple of these Sigma, um, I forget what they're called. You mean the adapters oh, or the lenses? No, 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 no. Sigma, 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 Sigma makes like a special line of lenses. Um, hold on, I don't think me, it's called the Prime. Yeah. Um, it's it's probably not going to say, but their DC line of lenses, and I forget. There's like a special name for this, but this is their, um, this is their 16 millimeter, mm-hmm. and you can see it's like it's like a coffee mug for micro <laughs> four thirds. This is a huge, huge lens. So when I'm shooting f 1.4. Mm-hmm. This is very similar to like um, Sony at around f two point eight, and honestly, like if you if I start pushing full frame and I'm starting to get to like f two, that's mm-hmm. way too shallow. Like when I'm trying to show like gadgety stuff and editorial stuff, like I, I'm never going to push that sa- that shallow. So if I can keep a few of these micro four thirds lenses handy and I'm shooting at least in kind of office lighting, mm-hmm. I think I can stave it off. I don't know that my videos would look dramatically different going full frame at f2.8 it, it would only really kind of change things up if i had like a longer office so i could kind of play with space and depth of field a little bit differently yeah but right now i think i'm i'm okay to hold off like for the next year before and i, think I really you have the it. ability of focus your, your your camera setup is always within arm's reach to actually set up your focus i think that was my biggest thing for me is i can't set it's too far i'm actually there's still like two feet away between me and the camera and that's mm-hmm. how far it is if i had to manually set it up every time it would just be an almost impossible i would have to like sit the chair yeah. exactly where i'm going to be move myself and then make sure i'm in that focal plane so We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll keep you guys going with the, with all of the, <laughs> the, all the different uh, camera lenses and so on. But um, the thing that I think we're both mostly talking about this week, also when we start talking about updates and things, um, we've been hit with a big update. Obviously, Android 12 Beta 2 got kicked up. Everybody, obviously, I'm sure everybody in the really chat already good. checked that. It is so much better, and not only that, they're starting to go beyond what we originally were able to, un, uh, I think, dig up in uh, in the original developer preview. Like mm-hmm. the customization, the theming is finally here. Uh, the toggles to be able to turn on and off uh, the the microphone system wide are finally here. So we're starting to see truly that new uh, Google's inspiration, and we're we're also seeing so much of a, a you know like a departure from what we had with eleven. Like it doesn't yeah. even look like it's, it's seriously. No. St- it, if I had taken this about six months earlier and we sat down and we looked at this and what we had with and most of the Android develop, you know, Android OEM. I would have said, oh, this must be Xiaomi's new skin. I, I, <laughs> it, it, seriously, it, it would have felt like it was just an OEM skin. 
hitting up Android, right? You're like, wait, yeah. where's the, the buttons are different. Like now, if I'm not mistaken, I think the settings, the power button is now in the notification panel. That's a new one. They took away, like the, if you press and hold the power button, you no longer have that uh, the, you know, the ability of launching the payment service or turning yeah. on the automation. So that to me is a very different, I like that actually in 11, having all the toggles in the power menu. So I'm like, okay, where is it going? Where did it go, Google? <laughs> so I'm I'm still hey. I'm I'm still adapting. Uh, I like the theming. I'm fine. Well, I've had the theming for a while, but I'm glad that it's actually active now and everybody can check it out. So um, I think you have it on your Pixel Five Four. Uh, I have it on the Four A. So yeah, I ran it on my Four A. So yeah, Marie yeah. has the Four A Five G. I'm running mm-hmm. it because I, I I did the very very first um, uh, developer was preview. it beta on on the Four A, and I just kind of yeah. kept swapping that out so i i I don't keep any of my stuff really on the 4a anymore it's just so i can run um for me absolutely and in surprisingly enough for everybody that's uh, that's trying it out it runs so good on the 4a it runs on the basic lowest level entry pixel you could get and i'm pretty sure it would have run the exact same way on the 3a if i still had mine and realistically it's just it's that good and it's fast it's fluid um, and I like, like I said, the button, the buttons aren't, it's, I'm not having a problem with the button. I'm just saying is, is it's more about the departure from what we typically understood Google to, or at least the pixel launcher to look like. And mm-hmm. all of those things are looking very much like they're very big button friendly right now. I'm hoping at some point we'll get some scaling configuration to be able to set that up. Yeah. Cause I, I feel like the buttons are a little bit too big for what they do. It just <laughs> a little bit, or, you know, I want to, maybe I want a row of threes as opposed to twos. You know what I mean? Like what happens, but we'll have to see what they decide to do at the end. Um, it's nice. It's definitely more one handed friendly. Um, I did get a chance also to play with uh, Android uh, Android 12 beta or alpha, whichever oxygen OS 12 alpha. That's the best way to describe it, or beta. Yeah. I, so, uh, I mean, I, I really wanted to jump on that one too, but I was spending all my time with the Pixel 4a, just kind of poking mm-hmm. around there that I haven't gotten to. It, yeah, there, there really isn't. I mean, there's. I mean, we talked about it last week how they pulled that. So they did that pull it. And then brought it back. And I haven't and, jumped on it now that it's back. Yeah. And and the reason why they pulled it is because they it had a lot more of the color OS screens in there. So I was mm-hmm. talking to Max, uh, Max Weinbach. I'm sure you guys know him in the chat. Um, and uh, he had a couple of screenshots that he had taken before he reverted back to Android 11 back with his because he was able to get it installed and didn't break his phone. Oh, right um, but the recovery page says on it color os recovery <laughs> oh <laughs> the wi-fi password entry is a color so okay <laughs> unless unless somehow some way i don't think it, it's doable that somebody posted the wrong images for OnePlus's beta and used a one a, a oxygen a color sorry color os build i don't know by the end of the th- process, though, it was bricking people's devices because they were doing some things. So anyways, yeah. they took it out. They brought it back. And now it literally looks like developer preview two, maybe three from what we saw with Pixel on a one okay. So, so the, it, it, yeah. they're definitely kind of, uh, I, again, I mean, like I, we're saying this, like, I, I, I shouldn't be surprised that Google would be ahead in polishing <laughs> up. <laughs> No, no, I, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. like we, we say things, and then we kind of put that in the context of like, oh, well, OnePlus—they're falling behind on their updates. And they're, like, <laughs> they're not falling behind. They're 
they're not catching really. up. Not really. It's, it's, yeah. it's everyone gonna... should be catching up to Google. That's yeah, the way yeah, yeah. it should work. I, and that's how I presented it. I didn't I didn't want to make it sound like I was like, OnePlus, you are so behind, dude. Oh. How, how come you don't have the same color? But no, no, no. Um, I think it was a great accomplishment a, to get get it, get it to, to boot up. It is not stable by any means. Um, mm. The uh, fingerprint sensor doesn't work. The uh, HDR doesn't work. The brightness, every time you... Okay, oh, so if you turn on gestures and you adjust the brightness and you restart the phone, your brightness goes up back to 100% and your gestures go back to buttons. So there's Gross. a whole bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole bunch of things going on. Um, my main reason of jumping on this was purely for Android 12 desktop mode. We couldn't yeah. test it, right? We there was no way to test it with Pixel. There's no crazy. Way so it just at, and then we're at Android 12. This is the frustrating part. Uh, but uh, overall, looked decent. Same thing though. Unfortunately, it's like Android 11, Android 10, it doesn't really change much. It boots. It goes in. You're able to turn it on. There was a few issues with the the OnePlus 9 not recognizing my uh, mouse input, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. just not work. And you had to kind of do a little bit of a song and dance, you know, guitar yeah. earrings, all of those. Uh, I got it to work enough for me to be able to capture some clips and then put that in a video. <laughs> nah, I, 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 would, I, I would say seriously, if you're spending enough time right now with beta, I think that's the right, sp- right space to, to spend the time. Jump in, and, jump then, out. and I would say jump in on the next one. Jump on the next alpha or next beta for OnePlus, which shouldn't be too long. Uh, I think that'll be a little bit more polished uh, and we'll see how things go. My hope is to start seeing some of the elements of Android, of Oxygen OS 12. Because right now all we're seeing is Android 12 booting up on a OnePlus. So we'll see. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll see some traction here. I know with Motorola uh, kind of sporting ready for, um, mm-hmm. and, and a few more, just like, uh, have you seen, um, I, I'm going to try, I, I've got one on order. I don't know when I'll get it, but uh, the Uperfect, that looks like it's trying to be sort of a Surface, but a laptop dock. Oh, uh, so it's, it's a, it's, I, I, it's a, yeah, it's a I, I kind of, just like yeah. a, just like a, like you've seen those YMAX it, right? Mm-hmm. Those yeah, yeah. touch screens and stuff. So it's got that, but then it has pogo pins where you can connect a keyboard blade. So instead okay. of it being a laptop dock, it's like a two. Uh, you already have the other U perfect, right? So this would be I've got just the 360, a, which a, looks like the, the, um, it's called, excuse me. I have the U perfect X. Which, okay, looks which looks like the like next 360. <laughs> I was like, what? They copied the name? <laughs> well, and and hopefully, because uh, I still did have uh, next dock sort of in yeah. line, mm-hmm. their shipping just keeps getting bumped. So I'm hoping that they'll be recovering soon too. Like I might ha- end up with like two more portable touchscreens and another two laptop docks coming over the next month. We just um, need to hook you up with phones with desktop modes. That's all we need. Well, man. <laughs> but there's also, I mean, I, one, I think there's something interesting about talking about phones that still do okay without mm-hmm. a desktop mode. So yeah. as long as you've got USB three and mm-hmm. you can do video output, I mean, it's silly when you're on your home screen and you just see this like vertical column in the middle of your display. But when you get, go into an app and you kick it into landscape, like that can actually work really well. Mm-hmm. I did a lot on my Sony that way. Cause Sony doesn't do anything for desktop. No, mode. no, they, they just do display mirroring. Yeah. So I, I'm just I just think it's kind of interesting. I'm gonna have to play with that. I really want to kind of revisit the Surface Duo, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like it doesn't. I mean, it, it pillar boxes because of the uh, the aspect ratio, but yeah, it almost doesn't need a desktop mode the way that it split screens apps. Like, well, it's an actual desktop on its own, right? It's, it's already it's, yeah, of, exactly. Yeah, in, in when, like the same way that an iPad kind of will do some multitasking, some split screening. This does yeah, it yeah. with 
dual displays. I connected so, uh, your duo when I had it for that one month uh, to my next stock, mm-hmm. and um, it, it does works pretty it, well. Exactly, it covers the desktop. Uh, it doesn't recognize touches on certain aspects of the screen, like oh, yeah. the outer rate. Yeah, like focused center, almost everything worked. But I think the the, the um, as you're saying, essentially, it's a desktop experience on a phone. That's if you just look at it in that way. So when it transfers to a, to the next stock, it looked exactly the way you think of it, which is without the bar. Mm-hmm. You, you had the yeah, the, the display connect itself, right? You get you get the whole experience exactly the way it's supposed to be. So um, we'll see. I'm hoping the 360. I, I've been I've heard about that as well. I'm kind of waiting on them as well. Um, hopefully they they're able to start shipping out and uh, people are able to get their orders. So I, I know the everything is delayed. Let's just say that there's a whole bunch of delays going yeah. on. So yeah. Well, I, I and and I I feel like so I did the U Perfect X and a lot of people are like, wow, this is going to be way too expensive. And he, like here we are over a month, almost two months later, and the next doc 360 still hasn't shipped. So I really feel like what next doc is doing is way more boutique. So they're Mm -hmm. waiting on a certain tipping point of orders where then they've, they've got to source those components Mm -hmm. and work with an ODM to kind of assemble everything. Whereas what you perfect has done is by they've bought up a certain number of finished devices at whatever the market prices were for those components. And mm-hmm. now they're sitting on shelves. Um, but that's, that's more expensive. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, if you can get down to like pennies of difference in component pricing and you know exactly how many pre-orders you've got to fulfill, I'm sure you mm-hmm. can come in at a lower price, but that means you're totally beholden to the whims of an international market full of component shortages as to when that product's actually going to ship. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. And I think it's going to be something that we're, I mean, it, it's, they're both using their, the best that they can, right? Somebody is like, we want to be first and that's the, that's the cost of it. You'll have something sitting on the shelf or you want to be a little bit later, but then you have the right numbers and you're, you're playing the margins because if you keep in mind, I mean, uh, next stock is, is an iterative process, right? This is not going mm-hmm. to be their last stock. They're going to come up with the next one. They're going to be more updates, more features. So the goal, and I and I felt like really the next stock touch and the next stock two were much better than the first one. Um, the the material, the build, the speakers, oh, yeah. the, everything, the battery, Actually, every, the connector. I, I still feel like second gen next stock has been my favorite. I still use um, it. Yeah, that's the, the one. Me- I, the that's, metal body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the one I come. That's the one I bring out uh, for most of my 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 hands on and so on. So, I, sort of sort of thing is they make great products. Hopefully, they're able to release it. Um, I think I saw the, a comment from Michael Peppertech saying is uh, that was actually an interesting approach. It says Google needs desktop mode uh, mode. Sorry, do, Google needs desktop mode because they're relying on OEMs uh, to make it run well. Um, is a bad is a bad thing because they're they're letting other people make the decisions on how that connect, you know desktops are going to be. Um, it should be available with stock so that developers uh, get it sooner when OEMs push it. Um, so desktop, desktop mode is built into Android that, you know, so one plus isn't really, no, but I mean it. like what, what Michael is saying is, is to actually, they, make they it need to, they need to control the process. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. But let's, let's be realistic though. Google's been doing this before where they didn't, okay. Split screen functionality on all of our Android devices did not start on, did not start with Google, did not start with pixel or Nexus. It started with Samsung on the, on the first, I think the first, actually with the first note. They initially, and it used to be so buggy because they were putting their own code. They were running it over Android. And then Google realized that there's a potential for this, and then they incorporated it. But they learned from what Samsung did on their on their end. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody at Google is 
like realizing that Samsung peaked with the, with DeX. I think DeX has reached a certain level of because now we have wireless DeX, we have wired desks, we have DeX on PC. There's mm-hmm. not much DeX can't do um, realistically in in the confine of running off of a smartphone. So um, what we're getting here is just an experience that we need to actually have Google step in and start merging that code, bringing that experience, evolving or, desktop, and allowing at us at least at least lead the way on your own products. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I feel it's just a missed opportunity to have a Pixel not display some kind of Chrome OS style interface when you plug it into a monitor. It's such a and missed opportunity. Yeah, it's, it is. It really is. And and especially because like, where is it? It's over here on my desk somewhere. My little Pixel 5 here mm-hmm. is more powerful than a huge swath of Chromebooks out there. Mm-hmm. Like this is already more capable hardware than a lot of like your lower end student grade Chrome OS solutions. So I just feel like that they could be driving that conversation. They could be. And I don't know what's holding it back. Like, are they really concerned that enabling a, a higher tier enthusiast feature on the Pixel phone is going to somehow radically disrupt Chromebook sales? Mm-hmm. Like, because it kind of makes sense where Samsung doesn't want to make a really nice laptop dock because they want you to buy a phone and a tablet and a laptop. They don't want you eating into how many computers they want you to buy. Ditto with Apple. Like, mm-hmm. look at all the shenanigans that have been going on with iPad Pro and M1 and WWDC. I was totally way off on all of my predictions for WWDC because I thought, like, here it is. Well, the, Apple is taking iPad Pro so seriously. They're going to they're gonna blow the doors off. You know, it's going to get you right up to almost having a MacBook. It's going to be amazing. And they did none of it. <laughs> I could not have been more wrong. Um I don't really feel like Google has that concern. I feel like Google can 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 kind of like drop something like that, polish it up, make it really nice, and it's not really going to have a huge impact on their core markets, but it would be a huge boon to people that want to kind of drive a single purchase a little bit harder, pick mm-hmm. up an accessory like a like a portable monitor or a laptop dock or something and and like really go to town. I think the it, the laptop dock is ever since um Project Linda has, has has been a fantasy thing for me. The ability to just I want if I want to dock my phone into the dock, make it like you know transform it into a thing. So that I feel like would be the best experience. But well, I, I'm with you. I, I think it's it's something that we we need. It should have been. It's three iterations now that we've had yeah. desktop mode baked in. But Google's just not. It, by the way, we don't know if 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 uh, if Whitechapel is going to be able to support it, the new hardware, being that they're able to control everything. They could. We don't know. But from the early early looks into it, it doesn't seem like they've been doing any development. Now, I'd be really surprised if Whitechapel weren't capable from what we've seen. If if it's as powerful as the Snapdragon 855, I would be shocked if it didn't have the raw capability to handle this. I mean, I don't know. Have you played with Screen Plus on a Velvet? Uh no, I, well no actually wait a minute. I, I want to say I played with I thought we had it on the the V60 that I played with it. Oh I yeah, Screen Plus is on the V60, but yeah. but a Velvet is a 765, mm-hmm. and Screen Plus runs like butter. 
Okay. I mean, okay. it is. I got to fire I, that up. Yeah. I, I would say like the most recent update for the Korean Velvet is it's it's maybe even a little bit smoother than what we had on the V60, even though the V60 is more powerful. Yeah. And and again, that's a 765. Again, like like on my Pixel Five, this this is still more powerful than a lot of Chromebooks out there. Mm-hmm. You just got to give us the the more polished version of it, the the more polished implementation. We don't have to keep talking about. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, no, I, absolutely. No, I, I think for me, it was more about Android 12 and beta two, especially with the updates yeah. that we saw. Um, but my reason why, like I said, I think where we kind of shifted over is because I, I installed the beta, the Android 12 beta on uh, my Pixel, my OnePlus 9 purely, literally, that was the intention. Other than seeing how it boots, it was to just play around with desktop mode. Yeah. Um, and I was hoping for some additional updates. I mean, realistically, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Um, but it, it, these are some of those things. But then on the other side, since we're speaking OnePlus, they did finally announce the brand new OnePlus CE, the core edition 5G. Yeah. Uh, it's like essentially a, a Nord uh, kind of an experience. Um, in it, So it's not coming to the US. So that's one thing. It was announced in Europe. I think they just dropped it. Was it yesterday or today? Um, looks like a 750G processor, 6 gigs, mm-hmm. 8 gigs. Uh, there was a few configurations. Um, 90 hertz display. It's a Nord. It, it kind of fits the Nord mold, actually. If we, now that we have a few generation of, you know, we had the N10, the N100. Yeah. Um, it kind of fits that Nord experience. It's 90 hertz. It's like basically a bang for the buck, right? Sure. With OnePlus Oxygen OS on top, and then that kind of built into it. Um, that was interesting. That was interesting to get it to release, and I'm surprised why they're not releasing it in the US. Uh, I assume that the N10 and N100 are, are performing well being that they were mm-hmm. you know with carriers so I, I would have been i would have expected them to release something a little bit more us or stateside um we're not getting a lot of love lately i don't know why <laughs> sony sony's I, releasing their stuff in china oh, <laughs> one plus a, sorry well I, and, I, I, and again it's like uh i'm 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 not bitter because i i'm still very excited about an xperia one mark three but absolutely you know same here same they're here. like uh, there are like three or four youtube channels that are all into like millions of views on xperia one mark three videos and i'm just sitting there like ah and and, and it, it's rightfully so because they they the I, well the time to talk about them the, they're hot now yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. It's hot now. It, and it, so it, it, by the time it, it, they actually ship to the United States, the conversation and especially the YouTube algorithm will have moved on, which is just I, kind of a the conver- Yeah, and then I think every, every well, the, the initial videos that I saw last week when we were talking were a little bit here and there. They were unboxing, whatever. Now we're starting to start seeing full, full on deep dive, 30 minute, 20 minutes, you know, my style type of videos come up, you know, things like that. So, um, we have to wait. There's not much we could yeah. do. <laughs> it's, it's like watching, going to a candy store and checking out all the shiny new toys and candies and stuff like that. And and then going home and coming back, say, we'll be back in late why summer. Why not me? Why not <laughs> I, I, I wanted, I, I was so, so tempted to hit up a buddy of mine in Hong Kong to try to get a unit. <laughs> uh, and I'm just trying to figure out, is it worth spending the 1400 bucks plus shipping plus import tax, however it ends up being? And I would still probably be late. I, I don't think it'll be. It's. Yeah. I don't think it's a race. I think I want to spend more time with the with the device and and give my opinion. Like you know, it's the long term. We don't. We we still have our Pixel. You know, sorry, our Xperia One Mark Three Mark Twos. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I'm I'm actually rocking it right now with the the new XM4s that they finally dropped. Also, yeah, nice. these at least I could pick up here. <laughs> yeah, not cheap, but I, I could. Pick I'm, I'm going to be behind on those too, but I really do need to grab a pair of those. Um, just I, so I, I've been. 
I've, I've been trying to kind of like not stack headphone review after headphone review after headphone review because I my ears just burn out and like I can't hear um, the differences anymore when I'm trying to critically listen. But those are ones that are definitely high on my list. You've been digging yeah. them, so I'm I'm, oh, I'm really excited to take. Them I, I I love the first generation, and I'm very glad with what they did with the second one. I feel like the design is definitely my biggest biggest thing that they changed that I'm improving that I love. The first one, if you remember, they were very standing out. They feel like they're sticking mm-hmm. out of your ear a little bit, mm-hmm. but they sounded great. Uh, the case, yeah. you know, very bulky. They fixed that. Um, magnetic they they just sit in the case they don't fall the sound quality is really nice uh the eq and the customizations of the app is still sony's second to none really ldac in there uh 360 audio all all the things we want and then noise cancellation that is almost second to none so uh, i'm i'm glad and yeah <laughs> i'm that's all i listen to right now I, I i'm just connecting them to my sony i i just wished one thing though i really wish they did multiple multi-device pairing that's, that's still not there mm. well one I, device at a time yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I have a couple that technically handle it. I got to mm-hmm. say, you know, on the Android side, the implementation of of passing Bluetooth over to different sources mm-hmm. hasn't been great. I, I mean, like, I, I'm at a point now where, well, let's be honest, I have too much stuff. So right <laughs> now, I have my Duo paired to the ear funds. I've got mm-hmm. my... V6, well, my V60 usually just goes cabled, but I also have that connected to my one mores. Mm-hmm. And then I've got my one plus hooked up on my sound cores. And that's just like scratching the surface of the stupid collection of headphones that I've got. So already it's a sound core, one more earphone, yep. one ear, earphone, sound core. One, yeah, sorry. I, oh, I love that- the name. And and that you know that that doesn't um, that doesn't also count the uh, the FIO because that's oh, have the BTR five yes. Yes, yes and yes. my Q three uh, yeah Q three Q nine it is no it's Q three FIO you talk about the FIO yeah. I have the same one so uh, I've got too much stuff um, yes. but what's what's really cute is um, I got my my wife on a FIO now too oh nice nice I like it so I like it. the uh, the the Pixel four A five G has a headphone jack. And she was, yeah. she was adamant. Like I need my phone to have a headphone jack. Not good enough. Not good enough coming from her LG G7. I was going to say you, 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 it, you could, she, she could see the, 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 the little chink in the arm, right? So like, it looks, it looks too shiny. It looks too great. But what's the, pro- ah, and, and cause you know, we one. went and got her ears molded so that she could yeah. wear nicer earbuds on, on yeah, yeah. good, um, in ear monitor, triple driver in ear mm-hmm. monitors and you know those sounded pretty tasty on the G7 not quite as nice on the Pixel she is not an audiophile she does not consider herself but she can hear any- but she can hear the difference when you when you change the audio quality on uh, yeah even if you're listening to the same content like even if you're listening to streaming audio or you're listening you're not listening to obviously you know flac files or anything like that, you could still hear right. the difference it's a very like listening to music with these on my sure. mobile device is very different than any pair of audio so uh yeah no for sure i'm I, i'm 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 happy that you're able to to get a feo in there yeah i was but i was also really proud too it's like well i mean it would be better if lg were still in the market selling phones with headphone jacks but if we're gonna have to get you something that can go wireless you know one of these little btrs i don't know babe let's give it a try <laughs> I, I will say He's this one. Like the, ran with it. The Q35s, the Q35s on uh, from Soundcore are pretty nice. 
The sound cores. They're, they're, yeah, they're over ear though. They're not in ear, but they sound really good. They were they were very close to the XM3s and. XM4s. Oh, I I don't doubt it, and, and I don't know what sound core does with their tuning, but mm-hmm. it is it is some of the um, it's, it's some of the not. most fun over bass. You know, like it, it kind of reminds me back. Do you remember back in the day when we started getting like CD players and headphones and you'd see mega bass? Mega bass. Yeah, yeah there's a button. That yeah, yeah, yeah. label on like audio products. I feel like Soundcore does a version of that for the modern era. I, I don't, I mean, like on, on my liberties, like I don't know what they're doing with the tuning on these things where they come in so lush, like it's thick. Like this T H I C C bass coming in on these earbuds, but it, it doesn't. But it's, it's not fun. over. Yeah, it's not overpowered. It's it's not. Yeah. It's, it doesn't overpower. Oh, it's the rest OP. Of the... No, 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 no. I'm 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 gonna say like this is inaccurate. It is overpowered. Ah. This is a lot of processing. But I don't know how you're somehow tuning them. It's fun. Do you play with the EQ? I tune it down. I actually tune. I, I go into the Soundcore app and I tune. I tune the experience. There's a yeah, EQ the Soundcore setting. App is, is is good. So, okay, so before before we but get I just to, leave it because like, both Sony okay. and, and Soundcore. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I just okay. I just got um I just got the Blu-ray of Shin Godzilla. <laughs> I don't know why I've waited to get this okay. movie. I I flip and love this. I, mean, I just got the Blu-ray. I ripped uh-huh. it, put it on my Plex. I've already watched it three times, just like <laughs> having it on. Oh man. City destruction okay. porn audio mix on sound cores with all that extra rumble. And like, especially that one scene where he's like finally fully formed and he's coming back out of the mm-hmm. bay and they actually play the Godzilla theme, the bomb, 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 bomb. So those are the, that's okay. So I see oh, no, those no, type no. of movies you enjoy. Those are the type of song, movies and, 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 and I would say, and you uh, want, you want that you want to have. You want OP I, for something like that, and I'm with you. And and I still use my Liberty Three, uh, my um, my sorry. Ah, hold on. See, now you got me going in with Soundcore, but I, mine are the the three pros. I'm <laughs> I like the Liberties. I I, I enjoy them, but mm-hmm. I'm always going to go back to the three pro because it sounds for me. This one sounds a little bit better. Fits better in my ear, and uh, they just oh the yeah, balance because that's, they have the wings too. Yeah, so yeah. There, yeah. There's so there's a different setup. Um, the Liberty Air Twos when I first got them. I was very impressed with the quality, but again, you do need to go through the app and customize. There is a tuning experience where it does tune the experience to your ears and it gets a little bit, I mean, for me, I get enough bass when I want it and I don't necessarily, it doesn't overpower the mids and lows and the highs and the vocals. So to me, it's an enjoyable experience. I still think Sony does much better with their tuning on their side uh, when it comes down just to drivers and overall performance. But we've been waiting for XM4s or for something from Sony for years. This is like two years in the making, right? This is mm-hmm. like they skipped a year that we didn't see something last year. So <laughs> to me, it, it was very nice to see Sony back in the game. Yeah, that is, so, that is that is pretty trick though. So I am, I'm enjoying those uh, and I will be enjoying them for quite some time. Everywhere I go, I'll have, and they fit very nicely. And uh, the one thing I really like about them is if you put them against each other, they, oh, let me see if I can do, they actually magnetically connect each other. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> which, which ones do I have that do that too? I can't remember. Maybe it was my one mores that they would kind of like snick together if you was I, it, it was, one more it, i had the one more but it was one uh, of them because i was trying yeah, to shoot yeah. video of it going like i just want a good side by side shot and they would and just like going, ah, come on yeah, we're not, we're not, not today not today senor yes um 
but yeah, so so those are the things I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying a little bit more ear candy and 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 fun, and that was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, we knew they were coming. We saw a lot of leaks, but it was kind of like mm-hmm. uh, it was there. It was available on Amazon, and of course, like yeah, one day delivery. I can't. Um, I, I, I'm very happy that I have Prime. Let's just say that it's yeah. one of those few times where I'm Jumping very appreciative. Yeah, 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 no, no, for sure. Um, oh, speaking of which, I think Apple iOS. I, I forgot to put that in the title this week. Uh, iOS 15 came out. There was a lot of, uh, like WWDC started on Monday. There was like the biggest event, obviously. Um, what, what are, what are some, was there any highlights? Was there anything that, that stood out to you that you feel like that, you know, you've been looking forward well, to seeing? Because I, I haven't I, installed it, I'll be honest. I, I didn't I get a I had no more time. Oh, no I've, time I've to got install. it. So again, it's like I, with everything that I've been s- jumping on, Panasonic, yeah. the, like we got back to back updates on OnePluses. Like the OnePlus 9 and the 9 Pro got the 0.66 update. And then almost yep. immediately, it was like five days later, we got the 0.77 update, which actually has some of the best um, quality of life improvements for the camera app that we've mm-hmm. seen yet. So like performance is already really good. Now, just like camera layout and how it functions mm-hmm. so much better. So I mean, like now it's just it's it's right on par with Xiaomi. And that they've they've kind of even further improved support for third party camera apps. I'm I'm rambling here, so yeah. it's on my iPhone SE. I I tried ready to try I, it. I, 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 I haven't I haven't had I time. Yeah, no, I I was in the same. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so the the beta is available. There's it's available on on quite a few. The SE was supported, <laughs> and actually, even the first SE was supported. Surprisingly, yeah. Um, so I'm not going to install it on that because I am actually a little anxious about performance. And uh, there's another class action lawsuit that's being talked about, about uh, Apple updates being uh, planned obsolescence. So So for older phones. Any any iPhone user that's had a device ever since the 3, the 3GS back in the olden days can attest to that that, that lawsuit. Because I could tell you right now, I felt every time I got a new OS update that my phone became so slow, so bogged down by the update, like it was not designed for my device that it forced me to want to basically go in there and try to get another iPhone because I knew that the new iPhone worked on this much better. Yeah. And that, that to me is a very, like I subconsciously knew that every time a new OS was released, every time, you know, they release a new version that it was going to force me, that it was going to make things work weird. It's almost like when we had, when we end when we went up with Android, you know, from 10 to 11, you know, there was going to be some growing pains. It's not going to be a clean install. But at yeah. least you know that if you reset the phone, you can kind of get back into a good plot, a good spot. iPhones, you can't do that. It doesn't change the fact. It's still it's still going to be that way. It's not designed. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I would definitely install it on something that's maybe a thirteen, a fourteen for sure. Um, I just had, like I said, I haven't had time to to dig for. The, for some reason, I logged in, went to the site, the the developer site on on the on the uh, on my uh, SE. And I couldn't find the profile. Like for some reason, it wouldn't show me iOS 15 beta profile to download so that I can download that that update. I'm still on the beta from the 14 side. So it, yeah. I kept, which, so and then I just gave up. I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till the next beta and, and then I'll I'll jump on that. There's no Yeah, rush. that's fair. Yeah. I'm, so I, I'm, I, I've got it ready. Yeah. And I wish I could comment on it more. I, so the whole thing about WWDC, and I feel like Apple is getting just a little bit of media backlash before we all roll over and just start proclaiming them the bestest ever again. Yeah, that'll be but, on Monday. 
they yeah no i mean like the turnaround's going to be quick um yeah, we we're going to have a couple days of like apple betrayed me i'm never going to go i'm not going to buy i'm going to switch and then next week it's going to be like let me tell you about how amazing my ipad is um for for me the disappointment was ipad i really yeah. had some high hopes that we would see uh, we got a few of the things like mm-hmm. support for home screen widgets that aren't terrible you know that that was a little nicer but i was really hoping to see some of that push towards opening up the performance of the m1 and i, I was hoping yeah like the finally. whole slate is still locked down like any other ipad but i think it's because of the ecosystem 90 percent of their ecosystem for ipad right now isn't m1 m1 is literally just the baby that well just finally that's true but but i feel like i the the, the message should start with we're putting an M1 into an iPad. Um, we've got all this RAM. Like, there's more RAM in this in, in, mm-hmm. in an iPad than than a base model MacBook. We have an iPad. But, we have a, a uh, what's it called? A MacBook Air uh, right, powered but, system here. Yeah. But but iPad OS still has this hard lock on preventing developers from really utilizing more of that RAM. Mm-hmm. And it's just an artificial limit of iPad OS from the A series iPads. There's no reason why you couldn't take the exact same structure and open up a developer's ability to access more RAM. And that mm-hmm. would turn and, and, and you flag it. You don't let an A series iPad do that. This oh, is no, an no, absolutely. Yeah, specific yeah. feature, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason except for if you do a few things like that, then iPads will actually start eating into MacBook sales. And everything we saw was, well, this is going to be really cool if you have an iPhone, an iPad, and a MacBook. Within and you're like, that's cool, Apple, except I want to cut two of those computers out of the equation if I can. There's no reason to have... And there's no, and there's yeah. no way Apple's going to do that. Apple is no. going to find every every opportunity to make sure there's a hard division. And, and that's on me. I was really feeling like if Apple opened up the RAM and then supported just a little bit of a you know, developer initiative to bring mm-hmm. some more of these desktop style apps to the iPad, we would have been in really good territory for an iPad pro to be a legit surface pro pro legit pro. finally call it a pro. For See sure. that to me is a delineation of pro an a series versus an M series an M one or an M two, you know, whatever the M series is going to be. I think they teased us with this. This is the problem. Yeah. They gave us, uh, they gave us the hardware. They gave us, they gave you the Lamborghini style hardware in a car, but then they're running it on a Pinto OS. It's like it's kept yeah. by the software. So that was some of the things I also was kind of a little bit, uh, I wasn't a hundred percent, very much like I was hoping for some things. I didn't, you know, we didn't see a lot of it. I jumped in and out of the, uh, the keynote mostly because I was, there was a whole bunch of day, day job type of things going on. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did catch that, that kind of stood out to me is that the way they brought FaceTime for Android is hilarious. It's 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 hilarious yeah, that they really brought funny. us as a web extension, uh, f- first. Uh, but then second, and they ran it on on the the weirdest looking Android smartphone that I've ever seen in my life with the biggest chin, <laughs> and and it and a teardrop camera front facing. I'm like, oh my god, could you have like, I, yeah? Why why are you trying to make Android look so bad, so bad? But well, yet still show that you have some love. Like yeah, you can, you we're, can we're gonna we're gonna pity all of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it truly it felt it felt like a pity party as for some reason I don't know why. No, we like, do after know I, why. It's because uh, Apple is is hilarious with their marketing. It's all Apple. Uh, it it is a la Apple. Like I'm like, why not? We'll let you talk to us. It's fine. 
You don't. <laughs> you don't get to sit at our lunch table, but I. You'll guess talk to us what? from the fence. You, you can talk to us from the outside, look through the glass, but stay outside. It's fine. I, I mean, if it, it, it is now, at least. I can say uh, for people that don't have, app, uh, have iOS devices that they say you do, you do want to have a FaceTime conversation, it's kind of doable. I haven't tried it. That will be one of the things I'd love to try. Um, I can say this much mostly because my, my son's friend's parents have iPhones. And mm. we've always had to figure out ways of communicating or doing video chat over WhatsApp or you know Skype. So yeah. solidifying the, 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 the ecosystem would be nice and making it easier to cross-platform. But the approach is very funky. I, I, and I, I can bet you right now that there'll be some issues with the browser extensions. Audio doesn't work exactly. You know, the, the experience wouldn't be good enough to a certain experience to, to force you to like, man, I wish I had an iPhone so we could talk. And again, it, it's it's all going to be in service of making Android users look bad. Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> I just, that, 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 whatever phone that was, it looked like a weird uh, the biggest chin ever. Like seriously, it could have been like a, a fifty dollars, uh, uh, you know, Android. Um, but so those are some of the things going on. So WWDC, would think was a, there was a lot of uh, updates. To, you know, iOS fifteen was the biggest push beta released certain devices. Uh, I hopefully will have a chance to play with it. I did want to. I don't think my iPad is supported. I think my iPad is finally out of the supported phase, phase uh, for iOS fifteen. I think fourteen point seven is the last one. What it's iPad the, did you have? The 10.1, I think it was like a th- oh, okay. three or four years ago. It's it's an older iPad, but it had it was uh, the first one that came out with the uh, Apple uh, the, pen, the Apple pencil. So I still gotcha. have the yeah. Uh, okay, okay. It's, okay, it's okay. the oldest, oldest iPad possible and to, supporting that first gen pencil. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So that was one of the older ones. So, but which is fine. My iPhone SE can can do it and can handle it pretty nicely. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little kind of stuck. I mean, like I, I really want to get my mom a new iPad because I think mm-hmm. hers is the generation behind that. Yeah, she's it, been it, out of support for a little while, and and not, I mean, she doesn't need a pro, but I. Still I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. There's no need. There's, you don't need to get a you know the the massive iPad or so. Well, but and, uh, and again, this is one of the things that's making me a little anxious is because like with the M1, this does seem to be um. Uh, th- this does seem to be kind of the cutoff, mm-hmm. where iPads had A series processors, but they were like the AX or the mm-hmm. AZ. Well, we haven't had a what was the last one was the A12. Mm-hmm. So we um, didn't get an A13X or Z, and we didn't get an A14X yeah. or mm-hmm. Z. And I, I don't, I don't like Apple having this much fragmentation. <laughs> it's Within a user word that they love to throw our way. Um, it, it's it's frustrating because, like, at the end of the day, my mom needs a tablet. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what to tell her to get. And it's getting a little frustrating. I mean, anything she gets now is going to be an upgrade. But I also like I would like to recommend something that will have the longevity of the mm-hmm. tablet that she had. And she her requirements are not intense. They're pretty modest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just frustrating that a- Apple is really seeing, trying to like ratchet up the uh, the FOMO on these types of products. Yeah, though, so, uh, and then Rolando saying the tabs on Safari are usable, uh, are usable, but they're they're a little bit weird right now. So it's it's interesting the experience. I mean, again, early releases. Uh, obviously, there is uh, updates to the Mac OS as well, uh, but I, I don't think I would run any like everybody was expecting an M1 or an update to the MacBook Pro. Like I, I think there was mm-hmm. a, p- a few people that were bugged that the I, I at least the way I saw it on Twitter saying that they're start, they're starting to sell off their old MacBooks, expecting the new mm-hmm. version to come out. And I just recently went up to a MacBook 16. So day job, we use Macs. 
Um, so I finally, I finally just re, uh, joined the MacBook 16 2020 edition. So I'm very happy with my MacBook. It runs perfect. 64 gigs of beautiful RAM with a terabyte of a terabyte of SSD drive. There is, it's nice. It's finally great to see a Mac with more than 16 gigs. <laughs> just that, to that, me, that, that is was, uh, I was like, seriously, Mac. I mean, it was it was late. It was late. <laughs> Seriously, but sixty four gigs way over what I need, uh, and I run parallels. I run boot camp stuff like that. So I, I did. I was enjoying the fact that I was able to divide my resources easily and equally. And, and it's an i nine, so it's very overpowered for what I need. Uh, but it's that. Oh, I gotta it, say, it, how how freaky is it when you look up Apple products on Swappa? Oh yeah. And Dude. you're looking at MacBooks and last gen Mac Minis and iMacs, and they're plummeting it's like this is this is apple like as close to fire sale as i think as i think we could get it's it's a shift it's it's the uh when apple released the new connector when they went to lightning from the old pogo pin connector right where all all the old ipad uh, ipods and so on are all like old stuff now nobody wants to buy them so prices drop everybody wants the new tech it's it's apple's refresh We'll have to see what they can do with it. The reality, I think it's, it's, this is the way, at least I would envision it. If I was at Apple, it's a step in the right direction of what they want to do. They want to delineate mm-hmm. iPad OS to be more powerful. Maybe not yet. They gave us the hardware, but the software is not ready yet, but you're right. There's no reason why they wouldn't be able to hardware specific, you know, unlock more access to Ram, unlock more power, more processing power allow for certain functions that you know they've done it in the past you know right the iphone 11 12 pro max sorry 11 yeah. 12 pro, the 12 pro yeah. max can do some, <laughs> no no, no 11 12 pro max mag, mega ultimate with you know uh, 6000 cameras yeah can can do the flippy flip but you know the 11 pro can't they've done hardware uh, specific uh, features in the past on I, uh, on ios and other devices that they've sold there's no reason why they didn't do it yet, except for, as you said, cannibalization of the, into the other lines of devices. They want their Airs to sell. They want their M1 laptops to sell as opposed yeah. to an M1 tablet. Uh, but I feel like this is the this is what you capitalize. If you own the standard of tablets, make it the standard. Make it the pros, truly a pro, not just you know a bigger tablet with you know a faster well, processor because i mean like from our from our conversation when the m1 was announced and i've been on a bunch of and this is what's frustrating is like somewhere in the back of my brain is that person who went out and became an apple product specialist and was mm-hmm. like a huge nerd boy nerd fanboy from apple like a long time ago yeah. and somewhere in the back of my head the m1 ipad was starting to look like apple was looking at making a product for me again and it's just, mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I felt that way. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I felt like Apple walked away from me a while ago and keeps walking away from me with the products that they make. And you're like the M1, you know, like putting such a good SOC in a slate where I'm less concerned about, you know, like hardware and upgradability. Like I'm way more anxious about an iMac being more like a tablet. You know, fused, no. shut, no upgradability, and, and mm-hmm. like I, I don't like that. I don't like that for anything that looks like like a like a desktop. But but a tablet, I was getting really excited. So I think I let my emotions get the better of me because I was on a bunch of conversations. I was on some friends' podcasts and some other live streams and saying like I'm actually very positive on this because it's going to encourage developers to start taking mobile and slate computing more seriously. Only yeah. Apple seems to have this magic power. 
but that would have got that only would have mattered if Apple had opened up the potential of the M1 so that developers could really take advantage of it. And then we could get that software as consumers. That's not going to happen. No, so, not, so my, but at least not in this generation. My it could... is now going to squash well, no, under no, no. the reality so of how Apple does business. The, the hopeful part of me is hoping that it it's it's an opportunity, right? Even if they do open this up next year, maybe next WTC and you know iOS 14 or iPadOS 15 or 16, uh, it, it still has the potential of going backwards into the hardware that we have. The hardware is ready. It's just almost like saying, like you're at the ready line and you're ready to go. They just need to give you the go, the sign to go. And I think even if they do it with the next generation of iPads, we could still benefit from it. But it's just such a long investment. Like, do you yeah. buy the hardware now? Do you wait another year? And well, by then, and- you probably settle on something else. Yeah. And, and so like now, now I, I don't want to have this conversation about, well, it's for future proofing. It, we don't exactly. need future proofing. You, no one today is really getting to utilize the full potential nope. of an iPhone 11 SOC. Yep. Don't I'm, come I'm still rocking the 11 Pro Max. I'm not happy. I did not even try to go to 12. It's not needed. Well, let, and let's be clear, you know, the, the, what is it? The A14 is going mm-hmm. to outperform your phone for CPU performance. It's going to throttle the GPU way more aggressively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even Apple is going through this problem with sustained performance and thermals and, 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 you know, keeping stuff running consistently. That's, it's 2021, man. That's, 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 it is, that is the name of the game right now. No one, no one's getting out alive. It's, <laughs> it's, it's summer um, everywhere. Uh, you're getting hot anyways. Uh, but yeah, no throttling performance for GPU performance is, so, is, is something. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying this like, well, you need it for future proofing because I have on my desk, I've got my first generation iPhone SE and this thing still runs like a champ. And there's very little that really slows it down. So shut up. <laughs> and, and, and you know, what, what we've got to do is actually start being a bit more honest about what these, what these products are really built and designed to do. I, mm-hmm. I, I want phones and tablets that can drive a, a new sort of gray area in between mobile products and traditional laptops and desktops. That's what I they want. They have to, they have to, they have to, we are way beyond the, on the power limitation. We are seriously at the point where they could have released the exact same 865 processor from last year without saying a thing. And people wouldn't have noticed the, the performance is so it's, it's literally at the edge level of the performance that you wouldn't even notice it without being in a position where you're analyzing the data, you're analyzing the outputs, right? So where you can see the fluctuation in performance, but there really isn't much. Saving a couple of seconds over it, it's just, we need to find ways to prioritize it. I think that kind of circles back to the desktop mode that we've been wanting. We can easily, we should be easily able to run a Chrome OS-based operating system as the desktop experience on Android. There's no reason why we don't have this uh, right now. The 765 or even... Do you want to hear something kind of funny? Sure. So I, I, I did a thing. You did a so, thing. Yeah. So I've, I'm, um, you know, I'm going to be testing out some laptop talks, right? Yeah. So obviously I'm going to, I'm going to show off some LG screen plus just cause I, you know, I, it, I, I love my screen plus devices, but I thought, you know, like it really is time that I just add something Samsung back into the mix. I'm just so unimpressed with their business model of late. Uh-huh. So I did a little shopping around. Hundred and eighty dollars shipped. Galaxy S10e. 
Mm. Oh, you go! Oh my God, you got yourself <laughs> mustard. One of the best, one of the the last best series of Samsung devices on earth that included everything under and under the sink. Everything, that you everything. Headphone jack, side mount fingerprint sensor with gesture on it. Headphone jack, flat display, everything. I, dude, I miss the SC. This the is SC. gonna be my Dex phone. <laughs> the eight fifty five is gonna be the thing that makes it for you. That, so I. I, I um I, I'm serious. Like all of my experiences, and I've been moving back and forth now between the Mi 11i and the OnePlus Nine. These yeah. phones are great. They're really truly great. And there yeah. are some things about the A88 that enable image compute uh, computational image manipulation that older phones mm-hmm. can't do. Um, oh, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Like I said, there are some benefits awesome. to the A88 series, but. It, yeah, because of that heavy-handed HDR computational video, Supply 4K, speeds. 8K, yeah. you get about five minutes of shooting time before this phone starts nuking itself, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to go back to a V60 or a V50 if I really want to shoot long, long, long rolls of 4K mm-hmm. video. And so, um, like even even coming back, like I, I've been spending so much time lately on my Duo. There is so little holding you back for work, for productivity, for uh, content consumption, for even a, some modest gaming. So I'm not feeling anxious at all about decks on an 855. Like in mm-hmm. some ways it might even be better than if I had picked up an, an S21. Um, I think if you're running it, Oh, absolutely. Don't uh, no. I, I would have said, go with the S 20 S 20 plus. If you had to go to anything other than, or an FE, like I, an I, was, I was thinking S 20 FE, like I was thinking like, I, S20 could FE, I, I think the S 20 FE, FE or something for like sure. that. And I was yeah. poking around and it just popped up and like $180. I think I can do $180. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a, that's a great, first it's a great find. Because you found the SE, that's uh, the S10e. That's a, it's, it's so a, horrible. it's a, it's a unicorn, right? It's a phone that showed it's up a little once, phone. and oh. it, it showed up once and it went away. Like there was no more E E series. Everything became FE. Um, and I think we're, it totally we're fits only- in with like my island of misfit toys here. All of the phone companies that have gone out of business that were like the underdogs. If I'm going to do I, anything Samsung, it was going to be an active. Or I have yes, a, I have a few I do have a few phones actually that from companies <laughs> that went under. Um, <laughs> but speaking of which, though, I mean we are in somewhat of a lull, but I feel like it's it's nice to have a little bit of a breather from hardware releases. I mean, understanding obviously that Nord just got released or the uh, the, the the CE or the core, yeah, the CE five G. Uh, but it's not, sorry, it's not in the US, so it's not like something we're going to be able to uh, you know play around with a little bit. Uh, but I think it's nice that we've seen some developments, some updates in software. Um, I'm anxious to see how OEMs are going to approach Android or Android 12 because the design changes that they're going with right now clashes tremendously with, you know, the MIUIs, with the Oxygen OS, with the Color OSs of the world because they change things, right? But the one thing I, I I was saying is the notification shade for the most part, most OEMs don't change it. They customize it, but they keep the yeah. structure standard or close to stock. So does that mean that those are the functions that we're going to see? The power menu could change also. That that to me is a big change. That's a big shift from Google to remove, um, you know, because that was something they introduced with Android 10, uh, Android 11, right? That was like their biggest yeah. thing in Android 11, power controls in in the in the power menu um, 
you know, shifting the, uh, the power menu into a specific thing and it became more functional. So those are things I'm looking forward to see. So, um, I didn't get a chance to play with Oppo, Oppo's, uh, oxygen OS, sorry, col- no color OS. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're close. Uh, and, um, so I'm, I'm wanting to see more on the betas and I think MIUI, I want to try to, I want to try to install it. The, the original, the first version of the MIUI, tw- uh, Android 12 version, uh, was crashing on the, uh, Mi, uh, on the Mi 11. So I didn't want to try that out. Oh, that, that was for sure. the, the, a lot of people, I, I just, for you guys, to give you guys a heads up. It's not like we can ask for other hardware to replace our devices. If our device breaks, we're <laughs> just out of luck, right? These are review units. These, if we brick them, we brick them. Um, but it sucks if we don't have the hardware. So that, those are one of the things. I, I tend to sure. be a little bit more cautious when I install software. OnePlus, I'm not as much. It's I, f- I feel like OnePlus is easier to recover from almost anything you do, as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but Xiaomi, I'm not as comfortable. Because <laughs> you still have to be able to unlock the bootloader, and that requires a code and a whole bunch of different things. They're still a little bit more like a Huawei. And, um, oh, speaking of which, I don't know if you saw this. Um, Huawei is starting to update their Chinese model smartphones to Harmony OS with an update. Really? Yeah, like straight up upgrade directly into Harmony from Android. Not even, not even, you know, hi, do you want to do this? But you get an update and you're automatically jumping into Harmony OS. You know, I've I've really got to try and get my hands on something Huawei or Honor. I mean, I've been saying it for the last. It would have to be Huawei. Honor Honor is not going to get any of that love, unfortunately. No, but I mean, like. Whatever kind of firewall they've built between those two brands, the Honor 50 is gonna look a lot like. Dude, I saw the P, the P, the P. That was like when I saw the pictures for the Honor. I'm like, uh, how how thick is that firewall between you two? Because right now it looks like it's paper thin. Right now, I I, I could see you guys either saw the silhouette and you copied. It, I was gonna say uh, it looks like kind of an open window rather it's than a window. A i feel like wall. i feel like it's a window i see it. we built a wall it's a wall of glass it, with windows yeah. it's a wall of glass with windows uh it's like we, a it's like a two-way one-way mirror yeah so that we can both look to see what's going on on the other side so what are you guys doing today nothing nothing what are you, what are you looking Oh, no, I'm just, sorry. You don't see nothing yeah, exactly. I, you know, <laughs> no. don't get me wrong. For the longest time, I I praised OnePlus. Sorry, not OnePlus. Honor's approach to Huawei hardware because they did literally take the best of what Huawei had to offer and then they brought it down. Yeah, sure. So that was the the business model for Honor. For me, was always a big thing. I'm still a, man, a big fan of Honor. Um, I hope for their new direction, what they're going with, uh, being able to use Qualcomm as well as MediaTek processors on their devices are going to open up the experience. We still don't know how they're going to approach the Android area. Are they going to go Harmony or are they going to go Android with their Honor 50? Because if that ends up being, uh, you know, Android, is it going to be running Android 10? Or are they going to be able to finally use Android 11 like every other OEMs that are going to be able to use it? So those are things that I'm, I'm interested to see how the approach is with the, you know, the, the for, you know, for aforementioned uh, split that they, they've gone yeah. through for about six months now. So it's interesting, but that hopefully is not gonna, we're not going to have to wait too long to see how that goes. But Harmony OS pushed update. This reminds me of what Samsung pushed. Um, what's it called? Tizen on their watches with an update over the Android smartwatches after the second generation mm-hmm. uh, without even giving you an option. You just like woke up one day and you're, you're on harmony. Well, and, and I like, um, uh, we want to talk about updates and stuff too. Uh, yeah. Getting like some surprising tease that, mm-hmm. you know, the next version of Wear OS could be a bit more interesting. And uh, at the same time, you know, like fossils, like, nah, 
no, we're not going to, we're going to make a new watch that will have the new version of Android on it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering like if, if there are any watches out there so far, I think the only one might be a uh, tick watch. Yeah. Yeah. That might get wear OS uh, three. Where was the, where where os i think that's what they call it, it was i don't know if it's called where where yeah, yeah yeah it's like where what are you wearing where what, what are you wearing yeah um i think don't make it weird what are you wearing Wait, no. I, I can see that conversation though uh i hope that the 4100 <laughs> with the one gig of ram is enough to be the baseline to be a Future good performer yeah yes uh but uh, no no not just that i i want to make sure that it's a good experience going into it oh, sure. not not a not a passable uh, you know what i mean like that whole experimentation that we have to go through with the hardware cuz tickwatch for the while for the longest time till before they went to 12 uh, to to a gig of ram we realized that there was a limitation there was an ecosystem structure issue that was going on it wasn't the hard it wasn't the processor although they could have upgraded sooner they they were a little bit late to go up to the uh, the 4100 um yeah uh, the the addition of the additional RAM, they realized that that was the secret sauce, and then they went to the forty one hundred, the gig RAM, and then that became like a like a, literally it's the Maserati of tick watches. It is my favorite tick watch pro tick watch to date. Yeah, um, and I love the four day, three to four days with the battery life, the dual display, everything like that. So whatever we get with Wear, with the next version of Wear, I really hope that it does run well on mm-hmm. our hardware. Uh, there was also some rumors that uh, TickWatch could be pushing out another f- uh, set of new feature uh, updates to their smartwatches with the current gen with Wear OS. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So I saw some things on uh, on Twitter and so on. Um, so there's a lot of things coming up, which is the interesting. Software is such a powerful tool, um, and we're relying more and more on it as time goes on. You see more and more features added. Like, seriously, Pixel 5, on, uh, did you get the up? I'm assuming you, oh, no, wait, you're on the beta. Yeah, so you didn't get the the new feature drop with the astro uh, the uh, the astro video. video the astro- oh, so I mean, I've got it on my so my Pixel Four is the my Pixel Four A is the one that's running. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So well. on the Pixel, so, so on the Pixel Five, on, you got it. on my Pixel Five, I've got it. We've had cloud cover. I yeah, I was gonna say it's the same thing. <laughs> it has been. Let me let me tell you. It, it has been some of the most gorgeous evenings in Southern California with those ripples of like golden pink clouds and like exactly. 60 to 70 degrees as you go for a walk around the block at night. It has been stunning Southern California weather. Can't test. Astral <laughs> with clouds. Nope, absolutely. With clouds we, we, covered. Although your wishes are going to be coming true very soon, we're going through a short stint of a heat wave within the next few days. So I'm hoping yeah. it'll be clear skies. It'll, it'll, it'll cool. clear that out. It'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. So, but yeah, no, uh, it's something to be appreciative of, of Google dropping more features and updating and adding new things to their devices. That is a refreshing look because no other camera, I mean, don't get me wrong. OnePlus adds features by correcting and, and modifying and optimizing the camera experience, but feature drops seriously, like on a monthly basis, you know, there's an update, you know, there's going to be something cool coming to your phone. Like, isn't yeah. that cool? Isn't that like a little bit exciting every month? It's like, what new thing am I getting this week or this month? Kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So those, that, that, uh, do, do, yeah. Which one are you going to get? Every t- okay. Uh, so <laughs> I do want to say this much. Um, Juan and I are, are working on trying to meet up again, hopefully in the near future. Um, so just want to let you guys know it isn't uh, totally out. Uh, just we haven't been able to get our calendars to uh, fuse. <laughs> Let's say that. Um but with that being said, uh, I did want to actually say, hopefully in the near future, we'll be you'll you'll we'll mm-hmm. have something together. 
Um, the last thing I forgot, I didn't get a chance to touch with you. You said you were doing a whole bunch of stuff with MIUI and I didn't get a chance to feel or at least see some of those. Are you enjoying MIUI 12.5? Are things you know, going on the way you want them? Because you you got that like as we were talking last when, last Thursday. So I was like, yeah, okay. So uh, I, I reshot the, the, mm-hmm. the whole section on software for the video that I'm coming out with on the Mi 11i. That should yeah. be out tomorrow. It's already uh, early access on the Patreon. Oh, um, but okay. You, you, I didn't get it'll, the, it'll I didn't get the out. email on that one, but yeah, it'll be out public uh, tomorrow, uh, probably tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I still have the way that Xiaomi wants you to use this phone, and the way that you can kind of jump through a few hoops. Okay. I still have some of that internal struggle on how much Xiaomi seems to insert themselves in between you and certain services. So, okay. like you have to go in and find the setting to disable the additional malware scan when you install from Google Play, which, which is already... Which is, well, I was going to say, already has built in, but the malware scan turned on by default. There's no way to turn it yeah. off at the beginning. Like, it's not a go through and disable, but yes. yes. No, I'm into- so so you you have to learn your way around MIUI for that. I'm still frustrated. You know, again, it's, it's I know a lot of people out there are like, well, even an iPad doesn't have a calculator app, but I don't want a calculator app that is warning me about tracking my user behavior to make their calculator work. Like I, I want I want just like something that does basic math. You know? <laughs> like you don't need to learn anything about me to do. You don't basic need my, math. Yeah, you don't need my contacts and my so, GPS and my location for this. So, so those, those caveats, I mean, I've said, I mentioned that before I'm, I'm repeating myself here. Those caveats aside, it's built in. I am, unfortunately, yeah, I am. What 12.5 has done for this skin being as aggressively friendly, bouncy, Mm -hmm. animated, I am shocked that even in this day and age, it is as smooth a performer as it is. Yep. Every single piece ever, of ever this since. UI is over animated to and be fast. as bouncingly friendly as possible, but it's fast. And it's not just a component of, well, you've got your screen turned on to 120 hertz. I mean, that helps. That obviously, I mean, as 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 you as you get into animating a UI, obviously. But mm-hmm. even when I kick it down and I reduce the refresh rate, there is some kind of special sauce that's going into this thing. I am, this is not the UI for me. I am overwhelmingly impressed with how well polished they've been able to dig into all of these nooks and crannies and completely customize the UI, but not make it feel like it's dragging the whole phone performance. Down. It's, it's exactly, it's, it has been, it has been my feeling that ever since MIUI 12 came out on Android 10, that it was the right decision, the right move for them. They finally figured out how to make their UI element run smooth. It was, I mean, it already gained a massive boost. 12 was massive. 12.5 was amazing. And the fact that we're getting it on our hardware now, we're able to check it out. And they also turned it around much faster, by the way, than they did uh, other updates in the past. So that we went from 12 to 12.5 in a matter of maybe a month and a half to two months. And they yeah. had a beta running right away after the, the launch event. So for me, I've enjoyed it on the on the Ultra, on the 11, and then obviously on the i, we have that as well. And, and it actually does perform well. So kudos to Xiaomi for, yeah, for doing I mean, the improvement. It, 
for, for some of my concerns, like yeah. they deserve so I, much credit. And, and for that too, you can disable. So once, once the scanner or the malware software comes on, there's, you go through the settings and as you mentioned, and you disable it, you can disable that. You don't have to use their calculator. Uh, but then when you jump into the theme store, it's pretty much straight into your face. Yeah, it's it's a little bit here and there. It's not the end of the world. I would say probably if you're going into a Xiaomi or a Xiaomi, you know you're getting this as part of the experience. But know that at least they've improved the user experience so much uh, that it doesn't feel like it's a heavy skin. It feels as as light as a, as a pixel UI experience with all of the customizations that Xiaomi has, yeah, especially the notification incredible. panel. Swipe on the left, you get notifications. Swipe on the right, you get the uh, the new yeah. uh, control center. I think that's in, that's genius. That's perfect. That's exactly how it is. You don't want to have to do a double swipe to open up notification. Just swipe on the left. You get all the notification you want. And and on top of that, I think this is probably the uh, the most straightforward implementation of floating windows that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one as well. Yep. I love that you go into multitasking and there's just a big button that says floating windows. And you don't have to long press on anything. No, you don't no, have no to long find press some select. menu. <laughs> you don't have to like... And it's just right there, and you tap that, and you get this little floating window. I mean, like making that just that little bit easier to find. There, I, I say this in my video. I say this in my review. I'm kind of spoiling something here, but there are so many people who don't know that their phones can do things like that because mm-hmm. you have to know magically, like in yeah, o- like in press. oxygen, you yeah. you go into multitasking and then you long press on the preview of preview. the app, and then you'll get an additional menu, and you still have to know what those symbols mean. Like, yep. what does it mean when there are two rectangles with a line dividing them? You know, you don't, if you don't know, <laughs> you're I mean, not going to like, but you like that first step actually is a, a big hurdle. Like, realistically, if you think about it, it most is. of it, yeah. Like why That's would you why think it makes sense? Xiaomi just has a, a button that says a button. floating window. <laughs> it's not a symbol. It's not like a, a window on a cloud or something yeah. stupid like that. It's just literally labeled floating window. It's what, what you want. it does. Yeah, exactly. No, no. I for for me, I I love that. I uh, I love the like I said. I, I'm a big fan. Um, I can't wait to like I said. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that one more update on the on the Mi 11 Ultra to just finally get the the display function on the back in video, because that's gonna make a big big yeah. lifestyle change for me with the Mi 11 Ultra. Because I feel like it's almost a perfect phone. I mean, don't get me wrong. Front facing camera experience is okay it's usable it's it's but i feel like when you get a phone like the ultra you are going to live with the cameras on the back and you need to learn how to use them so for me having that display there and not being fully used for video portrait everything under the sun pro mode i want all of those modes to activate the display and and that's that's yeah so i'm very very excited i'm glad that you're enjoying it so tomorrow morning latest or no tomorrow or sometime tomorrow yeah tomorrow afternoon so i'm I'm probably gonna put it out sort of uh after my lunch uh pacific time i still need to do like i flip and hate all of the extra back end that we've got to do like my thumbnails are always terrible, but they still take forever. <laughs> uh, all I can say is my thumbnail, my thumbnails are worse, and uh, to a certain point, I, I've been getting help. So let's just say that much. That's how much I've uh, I've I needed help to just. No, that's elevate. fair. I, I mean, like, I if if I can bump up the Patreon numbers just a little bit higher, I feel like I want I want to get an editor, but because you know my editing skills are very straightforward and kind of oh uh, my god, yes, the, the light, yeah, at least just to take some work off my plate, make you know someone who can. 
I can say, honestly, if I had an editor, if I did not have to worry about editing my content, once I shot the content, I feel like I would be a very different creator. Mm -hmm. Because I won't lie that a good part of the way I shoot my videos are in my mind of how I'm going to edit them, how I'm going to, how the workflow needs to fit into my daily life. Because you have to realize... At the end of the day, we are one person production team crew yeah. personality, right? So uh, the producer and the videographer and the talent and the audio guy are all thinking at the same time. And you kind of need to make sure that they are all jiving. And on top of that, you know, your day job, your person, you know, you're, you're being a dad, being a family, all that, yeah. all the good things going on. So I would love to be able to do that. I, I think my biggest limitation is trusting somebody else with my creation because of the content, but, mm-hmm. but it's also the, con- like you said, it's, it's the financial uh, aspect of it because I could totally produce way more content when I don't have to worry about sitting for three to four hours, editing and producing and uploading and coding and doing all of the other. But, and, and, the, and, and the flip side of this is like, I don't want to do everything live stream. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, like, no. Well, right. I could just do these videos and do this review and, and like put it out live. And then that would be, and like, I still want to, you can have that aspect, but yeah, yeah, you don't want to make it into like the easiest production style kind of thing. Um, but I, I, yeah, no, I, it, I think my aspirations when I got my, when I was able to find somebody to help me with my thumbnails was that I got one step closer to not having to worry too much. Cause I feel like the, the handshake, the initial handshake where people click the link is the thumbnail. So the naming yeah. of the thumbnail all there, I need to just deliver on what's on the thumbnail. And I think we have a good story. Um, and then lately it hasn't been that bad. I produce, two or two two english and one arabic video a week i've been consistent with that recently and i feel comfortable with that plus and then of course we have the live podcast on saturday and you know you have yours and we have our thursdays Mm -hmm. um which by the way i don't know if you guys are all in in the chat enjoying it but i i personally like the eight o'clock i feel like it works out perfectly (laughs) yeah i forgot to ask you today by the way it was so automatic that when we were hit when we were like tagging a little bit to try to figure out the topics and so on um I didn't even bother to ask Juan what time. I just assumed it was his because we shifted it during Ramadan and it kind of stuck, which is very nice. Um, but it is, it's been an interesting week. So I hope next week, uh, do you have anything kind of coming up other than next, next, in the next video that are, yeah, you're looking forward to that people should keep? Oh, uh, um, Panasonic script is written. Um, the, cool. uh, I, I'm doing a, a primer video on, so I did the aperture video and the shutter speed video. I want to mm-hmm. do a video just kind of talking about things like camera moves. Um, okay. You know, sort of, for, I, I, I'm an audio guy, but then also from more of a production standpoint, mm-hmm. there are so many like, hey, I shot this little short film on my phone. And you're like, what you've done is incredible. There are some dead giveaways that you did this on a phone. And and one of the primary things that I think gives away phone footage is how a phone is moved. So you think it's like this great, um, it's like this great perk or this great benefit that you can kind of get this tiny little camera into other nooks and crannies or it can move very aggressively to follow a subject. But there's a reason why in more professional productions, like the camera's locked off or the camera's on you know, this dolly track or the cameras on this crazy harness rig. Um, And it's not to say like, oh, you can't make something professional if you're only going to shoot it from a phone. It's more, how can you emulate how a more professional production is going to move their camera and why do they move their camera that way? 
Um, so I've got that sort of planned out. I'm not entirely sure how I want to shoot it. And then the other fun thing is I'm trying. I, I might be doing just a little road tripping in about a month. Oh, good, good, good. So I'm playing around with this rig. Hold on one second. Oh, I got to reach. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. On the bookshelf. Right there. Okay. If Flan falls it. on the ground, we know it. Oh, okay. Here you go. Okay. okay. So, so this isn't the best mount that I've ever played with. It's kind of plastic and it's kind of cheap. So this, this looks awful, right? But you can see there, like there's that little hole for where you add the lens, where yeah. the camera's kind of peeking through, but what it, it might be helpful for, and I might try to do this entire road trip without a laptop or my, my main camera is oh. you can set it up as a teleprompter rig. Oh, dude. I remember. Is that the parrot? That's, it's not yeah, the, it's the it, little parrot. And they've, yeah. so someone else made this little custom plastic mount. It's not amazing, <laughs> but it might work for shooting off a of phone footage. The only problem is the mount, the, the biggest phone that the mount can really hold is my V50. So I might need to go down to a V50 to shoot my A roll, but I'm playing. I'm going to see if I can pull this off. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. No, um, one thing I do want to mention, I think, uh, the ET I kind of pointed out, which is a good point. Yeah, you're right. So it's lighting as well. Lighting is a very big, crucial part of uh, shooting. Um, the other thing that I always felt like DSLRs or SLRs cameras or bigger cameras do typically that our, our smartphones don't is typically that they rely heavily also on the lenses and the zoom capabilities of these lenses. Like typically when they were trying to get to somebody, they don't move the whole camera. Yeah, they actually sure. kind of focus and then start adjusting and kind of using the optics which is something smartphones can't do, but you can mimic with the right movement of the camera. Like, you know, when you're standing yeah, up sure. and then, and then you slowly kind of come in as opposed to do the whole swivel, you know what I mean? Like you're trying to move around. There are certain things I would, I would definitely be interested to see uh, because we have, a, I mean, everybody has a smartphone that has a camera on them. So this could definitely apply to everybody that has ever thought of making their footage a little bit more interesting and I can definitely yeah. say that angles are the biggest part when you're taking pictures uh, and video as well. It's all about angles, 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 angles. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So for, for me, at least in the next week or so, um, I'm hoping to be able to push out the the Sony XM4s. I think that nice. next week, hopefully I'll be able to push those out. Um, I couldn't do it within with 24 hours. I'm not that cool. So um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. You, you don't have like a full conclusion of a comprehensive. I wrote. I, I had my script written before I ordered it, so I just want a week now to validate that script. <laughs> no, uh, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I don't do that. Uh, so for me, it, it's mostly focusing on that. Um, I also want to spend a little bit more time with Android 12. I want to kind of see how Android 12 Beta 2 has kind of been kicking in. Nice. Um, hopefully I'm going to start jumping in on all the different, uh, updates to Android. I feel like I always enjoy those because we get a chance to check them out. Um, the one plus nine, uh, nine pro I've been using it actually also as a daily driver for the last few days, uh, as I was finishing up my, my one plus watch uh, review, um, I went and took that one with the latest update to magic mountain. We've been going there a lot. Uh, <laughs> I feel like nice. we live there. Uh, so it's, it, magic mountain is amazing because it has a lot of very nice colorful backdrops and with the sun and the weather that yeah. we've been having everything just jumps at you so a 4k 120 clip it looks so much more amazing in that kind of an experience realistically because it's very well lit right 4k 120 needs a lot of light uh you can't do that in low light so i'm, I'm excited to so hopefully next week uh it'll be my one plus nine three months after three months and then the s20 
Uh, it's not the S20. Uh, <laughs> the Sony's S20. <laughs> <laughs> and the S20's back in the game. <laughs> no, uh, that's one of those. Uh, but with that being said, I uh, I think we're kind of hitting that normal, nice little, you know, about an right hour and there. a half conversation. Yeah, we're almost in there. Can... Um, wanted to say, of course, uh, V of oh, DTS jumping in with the V50. Of course, V50 for the win, man. Always, always. Um, I I was looking at some of those pictures, like you saw those pictures that I posted on Insta on Twitter mm-hmm. of us from the uh, YouTube space thing. Yeah. Um, as I found those foot that footage, I found the other footage from our other meetup that you and I did in Marina del Rey uh, oh, for really? uh, for Sprint. Remember? Yeah. Other, so that was a that was a very fun show where we got a chance to see Sprint 5G rolling out in LA, and we got a chance to play with. I mean, you got a chance to play with the V50, the Sprint edition. I got the the OnePlus Seven Pro 5G, yeah. the only Seven T Pro Seven Pro that had 5G, which doesn't work anymore. Uh, but it was a very interesting experience. So I got to see some of those some of those clips and stuff, and then I got that one clip of you doing this. Uh, we were we were it was a really fun show. Uh, we were at YouTube Space, and they needed a model, and Juan volunteered. <laughs> so he went over to the front, and at the time, I was running. I think it was Android beta, Android ten or Android eleven beta. I forgot which. I, I forget the timing. It was Android twenty nineteen, yeah. and. Uh, I and we were looking. Oh, and you know what? The ROG Phone Two was with me then. That was the, right when I came back from yeah, uh, from chi- right. from uh, from China. So we use that as like one of the props on the we table. We did, we did. We put that on the table. So that I, I had a whole bunch of pictures. Of okay, those. their lighting was amazing, but it I, took them like ten minutes to light just, your phone with these it was giant soft boxes. It is. It like, was the reflectiveness of that phone. That was like, that's hilarious. One, it's amazing that they got such a good looking shot. But yeah. two. I could not spend all day shooting <laughs> B-roll of the phone to light it that well. I just for that one, for that one shot, yeah, for, for that, that one shot, little, yeah, exactly. And the way they had all the soft boxes lined up, like there was only one angle the camera could hit it at, and then they would have to break it all down to move the camera to get another shot. And that was a studio, by the way, guys. It was not a room. It yeah. was a studio. It was a full-on studio, and they were bringing. Uh, I forgot the name of those things, the the, the transparent color, the color... Um, the gels and stuff. The gels, yeah. that's what it was. I was going to say swabs. Uh, so they were putting in gels in there because the... So the, the ROG Phone 2 is very reflective. And at, at the time, it was still very, very new. So they were trying to get the right <laughs> angle, the right lighting, the mood and all of that. But they did a decent job. I mean, and if you guys saw the picture I posted of Juan, he was... Uh, it, the, the set was pre-configured for a talent to sit in the middle. So that was why we got it. And that wasn't as hard. But when we flipped the table on them, we told them that, hey, we do product photography, not yeah. people. <laughs> They're like, well, hold on. We could do this. Well, let's see what we can do about this. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. again, that, when you see people do it right, like when people who really know how to light, it is amazing. But at the same time, you're like, I, it would have taken me an hour uh, just to figure out half of what they did, like to bring in the combination, to put it in, to set it up. Even, and, even and, if and they were have... doing it for me, yeah. I don't think... I could take that much time to like yeah. one, one shot. shot. I I think one, you know what? Maybe if things are opening up, I don't know if the YouTube space is open up or not. I think maybe at some point. Oh, I think they should. shut them down. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think Google, Google has like ended the YouTube space program. Oh, I, I okay. think it's well, like over, would... over, unfortunately. Well, so, okay. I'm still well, hitting them up because like team pixel, we were, uh, we were talking about trying to do an audio. To... Yeah. No, I saw your, your, uh, your post. I remember. I remember, yeah. And so I, I hit up Mark again. So I'm hoping that we can do a recording workshop. And if we can, I, I want you to come in as like my lovely and talented assistant. 
Because <laughs> I need I need some backup. Always, always bring dude. a whole ton of mics and and dude, I'll be the guy with the boom mic right on top, sitting right there, sitting with the headphones. Saying, okay. So like, how would you really mic this? Well, I would spend twenty minutes setting up a mixing console over here, and then I'd get an assistant to hold this pole over his head. Exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll make it we'll make it <laughs> we'll make it we'll make it happen. Um, but you know, on that note, I want to say, of course, thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, Steve DeRoche, merci beaucoup, mon ami. Uh, Aditya, Gary the Fireman, everybody hanging out with us this uh, late in the evening on Thursday evening. Uh, oh, Ranesh is in there as well. Sorry. I did see Ranesh as well. Um, I know Dan, uh, our guy was in there earlier. He he slept on the couch, woke up to go to bed, and then jumped on the, on the live chat <laughs> real quick. Total, total big supporter. Always love him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for him to come back to start playing some games. Um, oh, and then um, I think everybody else hanging out with us here. Uh, yeah, I see Gary, Rinesh. Uh, oh, Greg was in there as well. Steve DeRoche. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Oh, and then Sebastian was in, Sebastian was in there as well. Uh, so uh, I hope you guys are having a good week. I hope that the rest of the week kind of goes well. Um, I know here in LA, we're going to be getting a little bit of a heat. But you know what? It, that's how it is. We, we accept it. That's how life is. Um, I think I mentioned to you guys last week that this was coming in the mail and it is here. So I, I'm so I, stoked for your build, dude. I I'm gonna have to live so, vicariously through how so, awesome that so, is. So so excited! It's a massive jump. Um, I'm waiting on a couple more components before I start. I think on Saturday I showed everybody um, on my chat because this showed up on Saturday. The uh, nice. the Corsair, <laughs> the Corsair. Everybody was thinking it was a it was a Sony. I was like, hey, is it the Sony? Or then or no no. Everybody thought it was an RX 380 Ti. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It's like if that was the if that was what was in the box, you would have seen. Okay, guys, thank you very much. The show is over. I am going to be jumping I... on God. Yeah, it's going to be a, a gaming live stream in two seconds. Uh, yeah, um, Aditya, it's the uh, the the fifty nine fifty X Horizon Seven. It's a Horizon Nine. Sorry, not the Seven. I have a Seven. Um, it's literally uh, and I and I was able to get it at MSRP. I got it actually retail, no scalping pricing off of from Micro jerk. Center. Ah. So. Dude, it was total luck. It was total, total, total luck. And I had to pull a favor from a buddy of mine in a different state. Let's just say that much. It was it was that weird of a combination. But in I guess in outside of California, not every micro center runs out of hardware. It's weird. <laughs> it was like, what? Only we. No, um, there was like the last one. And uh, luckily, I was able to get that. So uh, I, I will say thank you very much to a buddy of mine. And of course, uh, that will be the core of my system. And if I ever do win anything on the shuffles, I'll let you guys know. I don't think I will, but uh, I want to say thank you, Juan, for hanging out with us. Thank you, everybody, again. Um, uh, Santiago as, as well. Oh, hey, man, thank you very much. Sorry, didn't see you there before. Uh, hope you do well. Hope you are well, and stay safe. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week uh, with everybody else. And uh, Gary, the fireman, hit, hitting us up with the gaming TK. Always. For the win. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.